Hi everyone and welcome to the Perma Podcast. I'm James Prescott, your host. Welcome to the show. And today I'm delighted to welcome a new guest. Um, and actually it's the wife of a previous guest, which hasn't happened before. Um, <laughs> many of you all know Sean Smucker, who's been on the show a few times, um, author. Uh, we've talked about his books and talked about creativity. And today we have his wife, Miley Smucker, on the show. So welcome to the show for the first time. Oh, thank you, James. Good to be here. Yes, um, it really is. And uh, Miley and Sean host a podcast together on writing. Um, so it's a relatively new podcast. Um, and what's it called again? I forget. Um, it's called The Stories Between Us. The Stories Between Us, yes. That's a great, yeah, and it's a great podcast. It really is. Um, well worth subscribing if you don't already. Um, so, Miley, tell us a bit of your story. Um, yeah. All right. Wow. Um, my story. So, my creative story, if, I, if I'm telling you from a creative standpoint. Um, I grew up uh, and just always loved stories. Always had, um, you know, kind of characters and plot lines and all that sort of thing swirling around in my brain from as, long, as far back as I can remember. And, um, and I loved when I would get a free afternoon or uh, an opportunity to just, you know, fall down on the floor and grab a piece of paper and just kind of scribble these stories out. And that was from, oh, goodness, probably uh, seven years old onwards. And so I, I just always knew that I was going to do something with writing. So when I went mm. to college, I was an English major. Uh, with a writing concentration, and that's where I met Sean, who was also an English major, and um, so we got married, and we actually moved to England for a couple of years, and so between kind of helping him with uh, the work that he was doing over there, I still kind of kept up with my writing a little bit, but then we started having kids, and uh, with each child, it was a little bit more difficult mm. to pursue that. Um, and when I was pregnant with our, I think it was our fifth child. Wow. Fifth or sixth, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember saying to Sean, yeah, I, I, need to, I need to be writing again. Because by that point, he was, he was publishing work. He was, um, he was you know, supporting our family through his writing. And, um, you know, if I'm honest, I was jealous because I wanted to be writing. And... So we started making the time for it, and I think we were kind of spurred on a bit by that. Uh, we had had a conversation one night at dinner, and Sean had brought up that we were both English majors in college, and one of our sons said, Mom? Mom went to college? Wow. I think she had a, a, a turning point for us. Um, for him, I think it was good for him to see that that um, my life up until then had been very much focused on the kids, and there wasn't really a whole lot of time for um, my own creative pursuits. So we kind of put that to the top of our priority list. And yeah, so then I started uh, finding some time to write, and I finished writing my first novel uh, on the 40th birthday. And I'm currently working on my second novel and not quite sure what I'm going to do with my first one. I'm kind of shopping around, not really sure um, 
where I'm going to go with it at this point. So yeah. that's kind of a story. Yeah, interesting. It's like, yeah, it's like you had this dream of being a writer and did everything that you wanted to do and then kind of life got in the way, in a way. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. That's definitely how it felt. And, and it wasn't that um, there weren't things that I wanted to do. I wanted to be a mom and I uh, wanted to raise a family. Um, but sometimes that just happens. Uh, I, I mean, I think it kind of kind of takes over life. Um, so other things that you, other dreams that you had kind of get pushed to the side. So that was how it was for me, definitely. And what, what kind of writing, what's kind of, what's your genre? What kind of writing do you love to do? Um, so I'm a fiction writer. I, uh, my first novel would be, I think it would kind of be on the edge between a, a middle grade and young adult. Um, and then I'm, I'm currently writing a second, second novel that would be a follow-up from that novel. And it, it definitely would lean a little bit more on the young adult side. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the genre. I, I mean, I, I think I have ideas for, for more of adult books. But right now I, I'm kind of just, you know, um, putting my toe in it and, and starting off small and seeing where I go from there. Yeah, interesting. Like so, like Sean. Sean's a kind of fiction writer as well. He's written a lot of fiction, great books as well. Yeah, um, yeah we and we were both um, initially. That's what what our first love has always been is fiction writing. Um, so that's kind of it's kind of great being married. I mean, the pluses and minuses. It's hard when you're married to to a writer who's you know somewhat successful, and you're seeing them uh, do the very thing that you want to do. Yeah. So I jealousy but um it's also wonderful to love the same thing so we never run out of things to talk about that's fantastic that's really fantastic and what is it that i mean how has and i always ask this question of writers how has writing changed you mm. what has it done to, done what, how, what does it do to you when you write um interesting uh, that you should ask that i was recently talking with a friend of mine in Florida, I just gone down to visit her this past weekend, and we were talking about um, personalities and uh, this whole Enneagram phase that uh, I know it's kind of crazy over here in the U.S. right now. Everybody loves the Enneagram and finding out what number you are and, and telling you about your personality. So, um, But on the Enneagram, I'm a one, which is the perfectionist. So I tend to have a lot of issues with um, anxiety, not being able to... Uh, let go, so I kind of can be a bit of a control freak, and I feel like writing actually helps me to, um, the best way I can do it is just kind of open my hands a little bit and not be so worried about all the technical um, things as I'm writing. I can kind of um, relax and enjoy it, and I can treat it as having fun and playing. It's kind of like my adult way of playing. Um, and so I feel like it helps me to just be more relaxed in my everyday life. And to, I think also to look for ways to be more creative um, in my everyday life as well. It just kind of primes the pump, prime, primes the pump for creativity, just in, in life in general. So I really, I, so for me, writing isn't necessarily 
about being published. It's it's more about for my own um, health, I think, <laughs> my own mental health, to be honest. So yeah, I've definitely found that the more I write, the better my mental health. Yeah, yeah um, it definitely. Absolutely. It definitely. I mean, daily journaling. I think there's. I read. I read somebody say that uh, there's some science that, and I've said this before on the podcast that science that suggests that, and I'll have to find this science at some point. But the science that suggests that when you journal your emotions at least three times a week, it affects. It improves your mental and emotional health and your physical health as well. Wow. So I believe a, that. I believe that. Yeah, and I, I do as well. I've, I've actually experienced that. You know, it, it, it really does change a lot of things because you get a lot of things out of you that you didn't know were inside of you because writing can tap into, and creativity does this generally, but writing yeah. can tap into into things which you didn't know were inside of you and um, yeah. allow you to express them in a kind of healthy, safe way. Yeah. Yes, no, I totally agree, and, and and have had the same experience, absolutely. Can you have that experience writing fiction as well? I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I've never really written fiction, so I don't know, so I'm just, I'm intrigued to, to, to ask. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think, think that you do, I mean, at least I do. I, I find that, I mean, like I was saying, I feel like it, it helps me to relax, it helps me to just not worry about the details so much, and to just... Um, have a bit of fun, and and sometimes I think, especially as we get older and we get, um, you know, these where our shoulders are kind of piled high with all of these responsibilities, it can be hard to shrug that off and have a bit of fun. Um, at least I find that hard. So <laughs> I think that writing gives me an outlet to do that, and um, and it's really beneficial to I think the rest of my family because when I'm writing, I think I'm a little bit more chilled out. And that's good for everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's always a, that temptation with writing that, you know, the kind of the ego can kick in. You know that that you want to get get out and be published, and that you want to have success. And uh, right. there's so much temptation out there. And you know, and I I struggle with this for sure when I'm writing and publishing things of kind of that temptation to get sucked into, you know those dreams of success and getting published and how that will be fulfilling, you know, but, um, mm. but yeah, I mean, it, it's really, really challenging not to, I mean, and to, so how do you manage to, I mean, avoid that, especially with, obviously like you say, living with somebody who's got a publishing career and making, making a living from writing basically. Um, right. Like how does that, how does that kind of work itself out in you? Well, First and foremost, I think, you know, I realized that early on, I, you know, our marriage was never going to survive. <laughs> I was going to always be jealous of him. So I had to learn how to um, see my journey as something that's separate from his. So um, my journey isn't going to look like Sean. And, and at first that was really frustrating for me and kind of angering. But as I've begun to... Um, really embrace what road I'm on, I think it's been a lot easier. So for me to say, hey, at this point, um, I can't put, I mean, Sean writes six, eight hours a day. I don't, I can't do that. I, I still have little ones at home. So I can't do that. So 
I can write for 20, 30 minutes a day. And so to use that time to think of, okay, this is for my own good. And Hmm. talk about on read um, on writing by Stephen King and he talks about um, closed door and open door writing and so I, I kind of see the stage that I'm at right now is in just closed door writing so it's the writing that's just for me and there will come a time when that open door writing needs to take place if I want to be able to you know step out into the broader market and, and get my, my work published and all of that but I don't feel like I'm necessarily at that stage right now um, where I'm ready to open the door yet, and that that's okay, you know. Um, and I think that gives me a lot of peace. Like I'm doing it for me right now, and that's that's good enough. And I, of course, one day I would love to publish. I would love to have my, you know, I'd have, love to have my own book in my hand. But um, I know that that might just be a little bit further down the road for me. And I think I've finally come, you know, to peace with that idea. That's really great. That's a really great place to be because you can just be content to write and enjoy the, the creative process of writing without having the result. And actually, that, I think, is where all writers need to be. Mm, um, right. If we can be in a place where we are just able to write and surrender the outcome and not require the outcome that you get, right. we get sold, I guess. You know, that... The, public, right. the kind of the writer's dream thing. Um, right. If we don't require that and we can just enjoy the process of writing, that means we're in a really good place. Yeah, I think so. And I think I think for me, it was about tapping back into like what did I love when I was you know when I was seven years old and I was writing these little tiny you know hmm. stories that I made. What what did I love? I wasn't I wasn't thinking about being published. <laughs> you know, like I was <laughs> I would maybe read my stories to my parents, and that was about as far as it was going to go. Um, so what did I love about it? And it, it was just, I loved writing. I loved words. I loved stories. I loved characters. And so that, I think, I think I realized I had to tap back into that first. Like, you know, you kind of have to be rooted into that first and then the other stuff hopefully will, will come, but, um, you gotta, you gotta kind of let those, those roots go deep before you start building up any higher, I think. Yeah, I mean, do you have a lot of ideas that you that you've got like written down for future reference? That <laughs> I don't, I don't write them down. They're just always in the back of my mind. I always, it's, it's like I have little file folders in my head of like, oh yeah, that's that story I was thinking about, and oh, that would be part of that story that I'm thinking about. So I have, I'm gonna have probably um, three or four ideas aside from the one that I'm writing on right now of, of stories I'd like to write. So I, I know I have enough to keep me busy for a while. <laughs> that's great. That's great, and again, like it seems, it's, it's 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 your experience is very similar to mine because I'm not a full. I don't make my living out of writing. Um, okay. You know, I have a. I'm just about to start a full time job. I don't have six hours a day to write. Right, <laughs> you right. know, so I'm kind of I I'm in a similar situation, and I have to write outside of that and make carve out time to to, to write. Um, right. And I want to write books, and I'm trying to pitch a book to a publisher and all this kind of thing at the same time. And that's challenging. Um, so, I mean, like, how do you... Obviously, you've got a really busy life at home, you know, with the number of children you have and obviously mm-hmm. and everything that goes on at home, in a home. Yeah. How do you manage to carve out that time every day to write and keep that discipline of writing every day? Well, you know what I've learned is that for me, I have to be flexible. So I have to be willing to, um, to grab moments when I can grab them. So... 
Um, sometimes I'll wake up early enough in the morning before everybody else gets up that I can um, sit down and, and get some time in with my story. Sometimes that means taking my kids to the park and I bring my computer along and I type while they're playing on the playground or, um, or while they're taking naps or um, all of the, I, it, it's finding those little bits of, of time here and there um, to make it work. And that, that's what I really, I mean, at first I wanted it to be this sort of carved out, you know, it's going to be from 10 or 2 to 4 every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, and it just won't, it won't work with our schedule, just with, um, with all the kids' activities and Sean's work, and it, it doesn't work that way. So I realized if I wanted to be able to write, I was going to have to be flexible about the time that I got to do it. So... Um, just being, um, looking around, making sure I'm, my eyes are open for opportunities when I can do it, and just then, you know, hopping on the computer and, and getting out my words. So that's kind of how I've done it up until now. Yeah, and that works, right? So you, you still manage to get in your, your daily writing and keep to that discipline it's just about carving out that time i think there's a lot of writers who want to be published and probably might be good enough to be published mm. who have to work day jobs because they can't make a living out of writing right and right. i think that that resonate with a lot of them because i think that's one of the biggest challenges is carving out that time every day to write and especially if you've got an actual work that you're working on like a project um, right. it's even more important and um, yeah I think I think that resonates with a lot of people it resonates with me certainly because I I, I struggle to find to make that time out every carve that time out every day um, yeah and yeah so okay so what so, so you've been doing this podcast with Sean in the last yeah. few weeks which has been really great and I've really enjoyed it um, so t- tell us how that kind of came about and um yeah, what that what that experience has been like. Okay. Um, well, I said earlier how it's pretty great being married to a fellow writer because we never run out of things to talk about. And and so these podcasts kind of came out of um, our own discussions. I mean, during our, our podcast, the things that we're talking about are the things that we, we sit around talking about in the kitchen while I'm cooking dinner or um, when the kids have all left the dinner table and we're the only two sitting there. These are kind of conversations that come up pretty regularly for us. Just about creativity and writing because we're both writers and so that's something that's always at the forefront um, of our minds. And so as we were having these conversations, Sean was saying, you know, I think that people could resonate with this. I think that people could identify with what we're talking about um, because we're coming from two different angles, um, from the side of him being a published writer, trying to kind of get an even bigger audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're being kind of the opposite. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's kind of, it's been a really fun project for us. It really has. Um, we've really been enjoying just the, the conversations that kind of organically come up. I mean, we don't go into it uh, with a script or, you know, what. We just kind of go and have, okay, this is our idea for today. Let's see what, where it goes. And 
So it's kind of fun for us too to see where the conversation leads. And it's been great. Yeah, we've been really enjoying it. And, and we've gotten some really great feedback. And, and for me, that's the most important thing is that um, it's resonating with people, that people are saying, yes, me too. That's how I feel. And that, that's really important to both of us. You know, we just want to be an encouragement as a writer. Yeah, and that's right. I think that's really important as well. Like, and, and and like you say, and like I come back to this again. Like you know, there's the Sean is what a lot of people want to be, right. <laughs> and you're right. kind of where <laughs> and you're like published. A lot of writers want to be, I would say, um, which is right. a published author making the money out of writing, and and you're kind of at the point of a lot of a lot of people are, which is wanting to do that but not able to do that right now, and. Uh, for whatever reason so I think there's a I think that's why it works because I think because you get both sides of the story and yeah um, yeah yeah I think that we um, can come at it from because we're coming from two different perspectives we can come at it with kind of tunnel vision and so it's nice to have that other person to kind of step in and say hey well I see what you're saying but what about this um and that's helpful, I think, uh, for both of us, you know, to have, have that other uh, perspective that is coming at it, whether it be from the more experienced side or from, you know, the, be- the beginner side. Um, so it, 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 I think it's, it's brought up some really interesting conversations um, on the podcast. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it would. Um, and it's definitely well worth a listen. Um, so, so what is the project? What is the kind of the story that you're writing at the moment? What is it? What is it about? And how does it kind of, and how does it kind of come from your own story? Um, well, my first, I, you mean my create my fiction? That yeah, I'm your writing. fiction. Okay, yeah, right, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I the first story that I wrote is called um, "The Puzzling Summer of Marigold Matters," and it's about a girl basically, who her father uh, loses his vision um, at, uh, through an accident at work. And that uh, was part of my own story growing up. My dad was a truck mechanic, and when I was about 10 years old, he found out, he, showed, he slowly started losing his vision, found out he had um, some sort of rare disease in his eyes. And um, it really rocked our family because um, he... At the end, he was left with some vision, but very little, uh, not enough to drive anymore or to continue being a mechanic. Um, and it was a real turning point for our family. And so it felt important to me that the first book that I wrote wasn't somehow a uh, relationship to that um, experience for myself. So the story is about her family going through that. And then there's, there's also a, a magical element to it uh, where she's given a special, a magic, I guess you could call it magic, box from a close family friend. And this box, um, see, I don't have my pitch ready for me. (laughs) 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 You're showing me that I don't have my pitch ready. Anyway, um, so these items start showing up in the box, items that help people around Marigold City. And so she gets this idea that in the box, at some point, something is going to show up to help. Uh, fix her dad and fix her family. So that's that's basically what the story is about. And wow. then my current project is a continuation of of the story of where the box goes after it, it, it's um, with Marigold. 
Wow, so yeah. this is this really sounds this quite, sounds quite interesting. Um, and Thank you. no, I'm I mean it, it's, it's especially because it's because it comes a bit from your own story as well. Yeah, because I'm always I'm always curious as to how much fiction comes from the fiction that we write comes from our own story um, and why we write these stories because it, it I always get a feeling there's something of there's something of the truth of who we are in everything that we create and I totally agree. Um, yeah I, I I would totally agree with that I think in, in many ways I, I don't think fiction is any different than non-fiction um, you know a memoir or something it, it's just told in a different way but I think we're always trying to work something out um, whether it's a fear or, or an experience we went through or, or a question or I think we're always trying to, to work something out and, and the work is the, the, the project that we're working on is how we're working it out um, and, and, and so yeah I agree I totally agree with that and was, so was writing to that first one first, first bit was that was that kind of therapeutic healing uh, transforming absolutely. for you yeah absolutely it was and that's why I did I felt like I I just knew I had to write it first because I knew there was a lot there that I still needed to kind of deal with and something about writing Marigold's story even though her story was very different from mine um, something about it helped me to deal with what had happened to my own family and it was really and I found it to be very healing yeah it's definitely healing yeah, that's interesting. I really find that interesting. Like, I, I'm I'm always fascinated by the power of writing to heal us and to do some work inside of us. Yes, I agree. You know? So, so yes, you you and Sean both writers. You know, obviously, um, both write fiction as well. Right. So how is how is right both of you being writers? How is that? In terms of the process of writing, how has that impacted your your marriage and your relationship? Like the fact that you're both writers and the stories that you've told as well. Um, I feel like I I want to tell my kids that they should all marry people who have the same um, love of you know whatever creativity thing that they love. They all have something they're kind of into, but they should all marry someone who's. Um, interests are the same because it really has been so beneficial for our marriage and I know that's probably not the same for everybody who, who have the same creative interests but for us it's been really um, a wonderful addition to our relationship because writing can be um, you need you need people to bounce ideas off of and you need to be able to talk it out sometimes when you get to a point in your story and so to have um, really your your what do they call them, beta readers or whatever? <laughs> Your beta reader, like, right there. Um, and you can say, oh, you know, this idea that I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about going this direction with it. And for them to go, oh, well, have you thought about this? So we do, and I mean, we go out, you know, on date nights or things like that. We often end up talking about what plot line we're at on, you know, what point we're at on our plot line or what we're thinking about this character. Or and so it's really fun to just, toss ideas around and to get feedback and for the most part I think our writing is really different so it doesn't feel like we're writing the exact same thing so it's not competitive in that sense um, but it's, I mean, it's obviously not perfect <laughs> there's definitely times when um, 
you know, well, and, and I've said before, you know, there's, there's, you know, jealousy issues and things like that, but um, just to have your own sort of like writing group right there in your house is, is really, it's pretty fun. So it, it's worked out well for us. And what are the big lessons that you've learned? As, as you've been, I mean, obviously you've not you're not a published writer, but you've been writing a long time and you've written a lot. So, yeah. what are the biggest lessons that you've learned about about writing and the creative process? You know, I, I've probably learned a lot from actually watching Sean. To be honest, um, I. When I when I was a kid, I wrote when I felt inspired, when I wanted, you know, when a story hit me, and then I would lay down and I'd write a story, and and I had the luxury of doing that, you know, whenever I felt like writing, I could write. And then as I've gotten older, I think what I've learned from Sean is the the incredible value of discipline when it comes to writing. That you show up every day and you just keep doing it, even when it's hard, even when you feel like the words aren't there. Um, you stick with it because that is one thing that I can say about Sean. He's probably the hardest working writer I know. He always, he always meets his deadline. <laughs> he's always getting his words in. He's, and he's always learning more and more about how to be a better writer. And so I think as I've watched him, it's also influenced my own writing. Okay, I don't feel like showing up and writing today, but I need to do it. Because that, that's where the words begin to add up and that's where the story begins to unfold is from me shut, it showing up each day and getting the time and getting the words down. And that's so important because if we're not sitting down and, and writing, then um, how can we ever expect you know, um, the words to come if we're not getting the opportunity on a daily basis? And, and that really has been so... It's been so beneficial to me as a writer to see him doing it and to see it work. And because when I started writing my first novel, I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, I've never, I've never run a marathon. But I felt like if, if I ever did, this is probably what it would feel like because it felt so impossible. But it's literally that step, one step in front of the other. So that, you know, one writing session after the other. And eventually, you know, here you have a manuscript and, and it's amazing that it actually works, like it actually happens. Um, so I think, I think that's probably one of the most valuable lessons I've learned along my creative journey is, is just the importance of doing the work every single day. Yeah, that is a big lesson. I mean, it's so much of writing is just about showing up. Yes. Absolutely, you know, and um, it's so hard to show up sometimes. It really <laughs> it is. is. You know, I've had I've had periods where I've got too much to say and I can't help but show up, and I'm just writing and writing and writing. And then I've had seasons where I just don't have anything, and yeah. and that's really hard to, to just show up and sit down with a with your laptop or whatever and just like wait for words to come when they're not coming. That is that is. A really difficult thing to do and to kind of sustain the commitment and the yeah and, and the desire to, to write and to and to create things when that's when that's happening it's is is really difficult for any writer no matter how good you are or how experienced you are so 
yeah, that is a really, really big lesson, I think. Just I think it applies to anything creative. You know, you need to yeah. need to show up. I mean need to show up for for yourself for for, for the art. You need to be present to allow it to be created in the first place. And 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 yeah, and I'm not I'm not exactly sure why it can be so difficult, but even I remember recently having breakfast with a friend and she's an artist, she she sculpts and her saying, you know what? I would rather do anything else in a day than go down to my basement and work on my sculpture. <laughs> but I know that when I get there, it's going to be okay. But it's just actually getting myself there. And I'm not exactly sure what that is, to be honest. But I know that feeling of thinking, I would rather do anything else in the world right now than sit down with my computer and start writing. But I know that if I show up, I'm, I'm always grateful that I did it. I'm always thankful that I did it. Yeah. But, um, it's, the same, it's like going to the gym as well. Yeah, like, exactly, right. It's like you never want to go... No one ever wants to go to the gym. <laughs> like most, no. Unless you're like an obsessive exercise person. Like you, Nobody actually sits and says, oh, I can't wait to go to the gym. Um, but when you go there and you start doing the exercise, it kind of... You start getting into it and you start thinking oh this is why i'm here and you start feeling the benefits of it and then you keep showing up and then it becomes a habit so i think i think this kind of this metaphor applies in a lot of different areas of life yeah that you when you show up and do the work then something happens i think and i I think what you said there about it becoming a habit i think that that is so true too is that I don't I feel like when I'm in the habit of it when I'm doing it every single day it's much easier for me to show up than it is when I've when I've been away from it for a while and Mm. then having to come back to it that's when it's difficult again um but I think if we once we've created that habit it definitely there's an ease that comes with it yeah absolutely and have you had I guess you've had those periods where it's been difficult as well Definitely. I mean, there have definitely been times when, you know, with six kids and activities all over the place and crazy schedules and kids waking up in the night and being exhausted and, you know, sometimes it doesn't feel like there's the time there. And, and then you have grace for that, you know, to say, hey, you know what, this isn't just isn't going to happen today. And being okay with that. Um, so, so there's definitely times when it doesn't happen. But, but but that's life, you know. It's going to happen that way, and it's mm. learning to for me being flexible and not beating myself up about it, you know. So, well, this has been so great today. Um, I feel yeah, like I've learned so much. Good. Yeah, I mean, just just to kind of finish, like what's like the one thing that you want to tell any writer that you've learned on your writing journey? Oh, I think, I think the one thing I would, wanna, I would want to say is find your passion for writing again. Like, you've got to do it out of a passion for it. You've got to do it out of a love for it. Because if anything I've seen as Sean has, has progressed in his own uh, writing journey, I've seen him get the things, the goals that he had set for himself, you know, getting the, the contracts and then getting further contracts and um, all of that. And and these things are wonderful, but at the end of 
the day, you're always going to want something more. And so if you aren't being deeply satisfied by the writing itself, then I think you have to go back and figure out where that love is and tap back into it because that's what I had to do for myself is to um, close the door on my writing for a while and say, okay, I'm just going to fall back in love with writing and then open the door up and see where it goes. Um, But I think it's so important to first really be rooted in our love for writing before we start, you know, um, heading out into the world and trying to, to accomplish those bigger things. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I absolutely agree. I think that's absolutely right. Yeah. Um and again I would for listeners I would I would say this applies to any kind of creative act. Fall in love with the the work and like the actual work of creating things and the fall in love with the creative process fall in love with the kind of art that you're making you know whether it's music or painting or anything anything else just fall in love with that first and be in love with that before you start going out into the world because when you go out into the world you'll need to be in love with it to keep going (laughs) exactly no that is so true you need to be you do need to be in love with it because there's going to be a lot of people who aren't (laughs) so you gotta love it yourself absolutely yeah well thank you miley this has been really really great and um definitely have you back on the show sometime as well and uh thank you so much for having me i love to i love to talk about creativity and writing it's just it's fun to be able to talk about things like this uh, you know other than like legos and (laughs) (laughs) yes yes (laughs) i really get that yeah well um well, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, where, where, can, where can people find this podcast? It's called uh, The Stories Between Us. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's, you know, I'm not great at, like, um, technology sort of thing. So Sean, Sean's kind of the one in charge of it. But I think it's anywhere you can get podcasts. Um, I think Apple or wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> awesome. It's right. there. It's there. <laughs> yeah, and I've listened to it. It's well worth a listen. So, um, yeah, thank you, uh, Miley, and thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs>